Hello, everybody. Welcome to the pilot episode of the Film Runner podcast. My name is Johnny Gretler. I am a junior at Texas A&M University in College Station, Texas. I am a sci-fi geek, a philosophy geek. I'm a Catholic as well, so I'm a religious geek, and I just love watching movies. I'm a I'm a huge film geek, um, and the goal of this podcast is to help find the hidden meanings behind the sci-fi movies that we've all seen and help connect them to life. And, you know, there's so many meanings in some of these movies, whether it's religion or politics or philosophy or the meaning of life. You know, a lot of them are in these sci-fi movies that are just really popular and we think are just, you know, cool fight scenes or cool action scenes, but they have so many hidden meanings behind them. And my goal with this podcast is to help discuss them and learn about them in an amount of time where you're not like, oh, I'm listening to this hour-long podcast or I don't have enough time to listen to this. No, we're going to unpack this in about 10, 10, 15 minutes each episode. Um, But with that, for this pilot episode, I would like to start by talking about Zack Snyder's 2013 intro to the DCEU Man of Steel. And this is a movie that I feel has aged like a fine wine. I feel like it was way ahead of its time. And it came at a time where superhero movies were becoming increasingly popular with the Marvel Cinematic Universe that Disney was starting off. And, you know, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has always sort of established itself as, you know, a lot of, a lot of world building, a lot of character building, but at the heart of it, it's you know, a very, a very linear plot, straightforward. You have, you have the hero, you have the hero's origin, you have the introduction to the villain, the hero goes through some hard experience and finds themselves and fights the villain at the end. And usually that ends with the villain dying. And then you kind of move on to the next hero with that. And it's a formula that, that works. And people, people love watching those Marvel movies and they've become very, very successful. And um, DC over at Warner Brothers tried to kick off their own cinematic universe as well with Man of Steel. And when it kicked off at first, many people, many people came out of this movie and they were shocked. They were upset that it wasn't the Superman that they had always known and loved. And what I mean by that is when people hear Superman, they think of, Christopher Reeve and the John Williams theme song that everybody knows. And, you know, you think of hope and happiness and Superman is coming to save us. And, oh, Superman is this hero that I can look up to. And Man of Steel kind of broke that expectation. It was very different. And a lot of people thought it was it was dark, but... You know, I don't I don't think it was dark. I think Man of Steel was a very realistic approach to what what it would have been like if Superman really came to Earth. And in that movie, people are people seem to be very polarized by the idea of Superman. And it continues in Zack Snyder's second DC movie, Batman versus Superman, with the idea of a polarized population on Superman, where you have a lot of people who love him and welcome him, but you also have a great deal of people who are scared of him and don't want to follow him. 
and choose to and think he's bad news and you know want him want him out of there and i i think that sort of ties into how many people see this movie as an allegory for religion and with religion in real life you have people who love god and know god or practice a religion or follow a god or a deity of some sort and you have people who don't want to you have people who choose to ignore it people who are happy the way they are don't want to participate in that or outright hate it altogether and in this movie towards the beginning it starts off with you know the classic superman origin of jor-el his father sending baby kal-el superman in a shuttle to earth because krypton is dying and is about to explode and Jor-El, played by Russell Crowe in this movie, has a very important line that I think sets the tone for the movie right at the beginning. And he says, he will be a god to them. And when a lot of people watch this movie, they're just like, oh, he's going to go to Earth and he's going to have his powers because of the yellow sun. Which is true. It could be taken like that at face value as well. But it's, it's, it's more than that, you know? He while he does have his powers it it sets him apart from from everybody else on earth superman is this you know severely powered being who essentially cannot be killed and he's going to live amongst people who do not possess the same abilities as him who do not know what he can what he can do and so for jor-el to say he will be a god to them. That very much sets the tone for this movie. And Jor-El actually comes back as as a spirit, as a ghost of sorts throughout the movie to give advice to Superman. And I believe that that is an alleg allegory to the Christian trinity. You have Jor-El the father coming back as a spirit, as a ghost, to give advice to the son, Kal-El. Superman. And it works. It works. Even though Jor-El and Superman are not one, they have this sort of dynamic that works for them with advice. Throughout the movie, you also have Superman willing to sacrifice himself to help save the people of Earth because General Zod, Superman's enemy in this movie, wants to come to Earth to basically terraform it into Krypton and remake Earth into, into Krypton. And Superman, having now revealed himself to the world, is is willing to sacrifice himself to save earth and i feel like this is sort of similar to to jesus that jesus's passion in the bible and he jesus you know reveals himself and 
is willing to sacrifice himself to redeem mankind. And you see that in this movie as well. Superman eventually reveals himself and then is willing to sacrifice for the greater good of of Earth. And I feel like this is sort of similar to to Jesus, that Jesus's passion in the Bible and he, Jesus, you know, reveals himself and is willing to sacrifice himself to redeem mankind. And you see that in this movie as well. Superman eventually reveals himself and then is willing to sacrifice for the greater good of... There's also a really poetic scene where Superman floats out of a spaceship and he has his arms outstretched, splayed out, almost as if he's nailed to an invisible cross. And I think, you know, that's a very... I think that's a very much more forward symbol of hey you know this is this is an allegory to religion um but i think i think you know it serves as a reminder as well that that hey this is this is a very different take on superman than the the heroic and good-looking christopher reeve who you know comes to save the day with john williams in the background and and i i think this is a movie that just people People weren't ready to to see at the time. People were when when people thought of superhero movies, they thought of Iron Man, Captain America, the Avengers, just these these epics of, you know, fun, action, comedy and just seeing their heroes fighting on on the big screen. So when people see Superman, a new Superman movie coming out, a Superman reboot at that, you know, everybody was so excited to see, you know, the the Superman that everybody's known and loved for literally decades on the big screen in a way that Marvel has sort of pioneered for themselves. And then instead to see this sort of very deep philosophical religious allegory of a movie, I think it kind of threw people off. But in my opinion, I think this is one of the this is this is actually one of my favorite movies to be honest i'm a big superhero movie i love all the marvel movies i love all the dc movies which you know might be kind of controversial but i love this movie very much this is an incredible movie Zack snyder did an incredible job with it and and i think it's a movie that everybody should rewatch. i think it, it very much deserves a rewatch with with that lens of hey this is a this is a different kind of movie than you know what what the traditional superhero formula is but if you watch it with that sense i think it's something that that anybody can enjoy and appreciate for being different and kicking off something in a in a different approach and with that we will begin wrapping up the show um thank you so much to anybody who tuned in on onto film runner this week Please join us again next week. We'll be bringing guests onto this show from here on out with various varying degrees of interests in in movies and in sci-fi. You know, I plan to bring on somebody who is a philosophy student who knows a lot about philosophy. I plan to bring on another movie geek like myself. I plan to bring on somebody who has absolutely no interest in sci-fi whatsoever and we're going to unpack we're going to unpack a movie together. So, stay tuned next week and God bless. Thank you.